Hey everybody, welcome to the Live Big Podcast. I'm Caitlin Carver, your host, and today we're talking about embracing every single aspect of your life, every aspect of who you are, every experience you've ever had in order to fully accept and honor the journey that you are on. So (laughs) what parts of your life are you not looking at? I find in my yoga classes, as most of you know, I am a yoga teacher. um, I talk a lot about how yoga, the main purpose of yoga is acceptance. Accepting where you are in your practice, accepting where you are in your life. And not just that, once we can accept everything about who we are and who we've been and who we will be, we can come into a place of honoring ourselves and loving ourselves and creating an actual relationship with ourselves. And I think it's so easy to talk about this stuff and it's so easy to say, fall in love with yourself, be your best own best friend, all these things. But a lot of us really don't have the tools and don't understand how to do this. And I think it's because we think that a lot of um, outcomes are should just come to us. If we do a day of work or we do a day of you know spa treatments or yoga, that we're just going to fall in love with ourselves. Um, when in reality, it takes so much work to really get to know who we are, right? And in the end, it seems so simple. When we do reach that goal, it does seem so simple because to forgive yourself and to accept every part of yourself once it arises feels so simple. Um, And in reality, a lot of things in life are simple. We make a lot of it very complicated through emotional aspects. But that's human. That's who we are. And we start to identify with, with these experiences as well and, and allow them to shape and mold who we are through guilt or remorse or um, just not being happy with who we are. And we let it eat away at us. A lot of people do and, and then allow it to dictate every single decision we've ever made in our life. So we, through this, aspect of really accepting and honoring who you are, what would be the first thing that would come to mind? Okay, well, we have lots of different tools. We can meditate. We can do yoga every day. You know, we can dive deep into cleaning the body, dive deep into sitting with the body and the mind. But the real work comes with just sitting and and allowing whatever comes up for you to come up. We are so scared of the darkness so scared of conflict but every part of your life that has probably become stronger and performed well you had to go through some conflict to get to where you are right go through some conflict to be the best at doing something in your life you've had to grow through conflict and the people that haven't gone through as much conflict in their lives are not as great at certain things because they haven't had to tough it out Um, and I truly believe that, um, some of the most interesting people and some of the most, um, 
authentic, successful, happy people have gone through major conflict in their lives. And so we can't just say, okay, I've been through so much in my life, I'm going to be bitter. And I'm going to just close this part of myself up because if you, you close that part of yourself up, you're l- essentially losing part of yourself. And I'd really love to hear people's thoughts on this as well, um, if you want to comment. But I truly believe that we need to open every single door up, every single part of who we are in order to understand who we are. And Deepak Chopra has this amazing... Um, Two minute, two minute meditation online on the the wellness uh, Chopra Wellness uh, website, and it's all about just sitting with who you are and not looking for an answer. The ego is always looking for something, right? So, if we are asking ourselves who we are and looking for an answer, we're never going to find that answer. So, really what we're looking at here is acceptance and surrender two of the most important things in meditation and yoga and in life acceptance and surrender and when we can fully lay down our weapons lay down uh our expectations of any type of answer to come in that's when we're actually going to receive a message of some sort and it could come in the form of a vision it could come in the form of a feeling but this takes place simply in sitting with your demons sitting in meditation and allowing whatever comes up to come up and this can be in a yoga practice as well but we have to allow ourselves to fully experience everything in our lives in order to understand who we are, right? We have to fully experience everything in order to understand who we are. And that takes obviously years of experience. You know, a lot of us go through our our 20s and we have no idea who we are. We're still battling experience we've had experiences we've had from the past and allowing that to shape who we are we think that's who we are (laughs) it's not until you get older maybe in your 30s that or your late 20s that you actually start to experience who you are and understand that all your past experiences are not who you are (laughs) any external experience is not who you are who you are is who you have always been right But when we sit and we see how these experiences have molded us and um, clouded our perception of every single experience we ever will have in our lives, we start to understand that that's just an external force, right? And that's why the mind is so powerful. The mind is so powerful because it connects to the heart, but it clouds visions, right? So it, it really is a force of fear and experience. So any experience we've had in the past, we don't want to necessarily experience certain things we've experienced in the past. So we don't take risks or we don't open ourselves up to seeing people in a new light or seeing experiences in a new light. So my advice, <laughs> I remember my experience that I've had in my life that's worked for me has been simply allowing myself to see something differently. 
And a great mantra for this, I actually got from my teacher, Gabrielle Bernstein. Check her out. She's amazing. Um, is the mantra, I choose peace instead of this. And the other one is, I choose again. I am willing to choose again. This is an amazing mantra. It's very powerful. It's so simple and doesn't sound powerful when you hear it. But when you say it to yourself and you catch yourself in a judging moment, you catch yourself, you know, abusing yourself with uh, violent words, catch yourself in that moment and reverse it, stop it halt the process by saying I choose peace instead of this or I forgive this thought and I choose peace instead of this because if we constantly are judging ourselves for our thoughts and we're constantly judging ourselves for our past experiences and we're constantly judging ourselves and giving ourselves guilt trips over everything we've done in our life when we know we are only human And we will experience these things. And there are other people out there that will be a force for us to experience these things with. Then we can at least find some compassion for ourselves. And forgive ourselves for having feelings. It's okay. It's okay. You know, like, I think that we tend to put so much pressure on feeling good feeling happy and especially if we have pressures you know if we have a family we have kids we have a wife or we have a significant other even you know our other relatives our our mom or dad we have pressures to be a contributor or be a person that other people want to be around and there's a lot of glamorization around that um you know, that we hear all the time, you know, um, we want people to think the best of us. But just understand that that is the ego talking. Reputation is the ego talking. And because we can connect that, anything ego related is external related and is actually illusion and delusion. So anything that we could essentially glom onto in our mind to think that's who we are because that's what other people think of us is external delusion. So we have to allow ourselves to let go of that idea that what other people think of us is who we are. And we have to be able to drop into that vulnerable aspect of who we are and the darkness that has created us to truly experience ourselves, to truly understand who we are so that we can sit and be centered in our energy and not rely or depend upon what the world thinks of us. And that is how you're going to change your energy. That is how you are going to show up for other people. That is how you're going to show up for yourself. That's how you're going to show up in your life and be good no matter what. And in Buddhism, they actually call this the um, equanimity. 
So equanimity is when you can fully dive in to who you are and understand who you are because you've sat with that. You've sat with every single part of who you are, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the amazing. And you don't allow external aspects to sway your emotional side, right? So you don't get extremely boastful because you're receiving recognition you're not getting extremely happy because you know of external factors you're just naturally happy because you are centered you don't get extremely angry or feel guilty or feel defensive because you know who you are this takes years and years of experience i'm not perfect i'm not there (laughs) but these are the things that i have studied and these are the things that i practice every day and so I just want to share these types of things with you on this podcast because I think they're important to talk about and I think they're important to share and especially if you have any knowledge in these aspects and how you have applied them to your life that you should share them and maybe even comment on this podcast and let us know because um, it's not easy happiness does not come easy centeredness does not come fast It's not a quick fix. It takes daily practices. We have to show up for ourselves every single day in order to fill our cup back up and be present for life. Because life is all about experiencing, right? So coming back to these mantras, the mantras are the number one tool that are actually going to shift how we show up. And I was reading something today as well. Intentions. Let's, let me see if I can actually even pull this up for you. Intentions are so pivotal, so extremely important. Um, let's see. Oh, here we go. Okay. So be clear in your intentions because intentions are more powerful than hopes. They're more powerful than wishes, and they're more powerful than your wants. Intentions set a powerful force in motion that makes things happen. And I think this is because we're actually communicating with our mind. So you don't want to demonize, you don't want to alienate your mind. You don't want to think your mind is against you because it's not. It's actually defending you. It's actually trying to protect you. You're e- just same as your ego. It's all the same thing. It's all trying to protect you. You want to create an ally with your mind, an ally. But that also means because it's an ally, you're making it external from you because it is. Your mind isn't who you are. And I know this is diving really deep, but your mind is not you. Your spirit is you. Your soul is you, right? You are always there. Your mind is your brain. It's an organ. It's, it's working for you. So we want to be able to separate ourselves from our ego, separate ourselves from our mind so that we can actually see these thoughts clearly for what they are, thoughts, Okay, so intentions are your clear path to communicating with your mind. And then also communicating with the universe. The universe wants to hear this as well, right? Because if we set our intentions and take positive and decisive action in the direction of our desires, that's when we can start to grow our garden in life. 
and actually vibrate at the frequency that we want. So that's why the mantras are so powerful because they set our intention to move forward. Um, and just like any event that uh, Ben and I do, so our, we are, we've been hosting our Reiki events around uh, Toronto this summer. Uh, we'll be in Barrie on um, August 17th at a at a beautiful studio called uh, Bliss Anne Green Studios. Uh, she's an amazing uh, yogi <laughs> and um, Olympic athlete. Anyways, um, we have really tried to open the circle up for people to share their intentions and show the power of intention, right? Because events, if you are a yoga teacher or you are someone who hosts these types of events, the intention for any event is is crucial. Yes, there's a theme. Yes, there's this. Yes, there's that. But the, the intention, what is the goal of what you're doing? It's in anything that you do. What is the intention? And if the intention is specifically to gain something for yourself that is external, like recognition or uh, monetary funds, uh, anything like that, you know your intention is going towards the ego. So you want to understand like where your intention is set. An intention can be really vague. It can be really general. It can be, I just want to feel good. I want to feel good about myself. I want to, I want to feel fulfilled and I want to serve. I want to feel fulfilled in a natural, um, really good authentic way that is in alignment with who I am so these intentions you can write them down and just start practicing on what your intention is so we talk about in yoga every day every morning wake up set your intention for the day how do you want to feel how do you want to be how do you want to act with other people and in order to feel with that intention, we have to know how to act with ourselves, how to talk to ourselves, how to be our own best friend, how to show up for ourselves. Because nobody else is going to show up for you. If we are constantly looking to the external world for gratification and to make us happy and to make us feel loved and to make us feel good, we will never, ever, ever, ever gain what we want it is all within you and it sounds super cliche (laughs) but it is the truth and if you've ever meditated and you've ever actually felt that way you understand what i'm talking about sitting with yourself and really opening up what is within you what is within you so right now i'd really love to do a minute meditation one minute that's it. Just take a minute. That's it. And let's dive deep into really, really accepting and honoring every single part of who we are. So if you want to sit and just close your eyes, sit up nice and straight, just anywhere. It doesn't matter where you are as long as it's nice and quiet. Close your eyes and just take a nice deep breath down into your belly. And then just sigh it out. Take another deep breath. And sigh it out. (sighs) 
And then just start to breathe slowly and softly, breathing down into your belly. And just allow your eyes to soften, your belly to soften, and your heart to soften, knowing that you are safe and you're protected in this moment. And then just silently ask yourself, who am I? Who am I? And without looking for a response or an answer, just sit with that. And then just ask yourself silently, how do I want to feel? And without an answer, just sit with that. Sit with that feeling. How do I want to feel today? And then just starting to be with your body. Just simply be, just be here. Nowhere else to be, nothing to do. Just breathe and be here. And then take a deep breath in, sigh it out, and just open your eyes to the room when you're ready. And then just start to notice, you know, how you feel, how you're vibrating, you might have calmed down a little bit, even if it's by 2%, if we can just relax two by 2%, that's a shift in our energy. And when you can shift your energy, you start vibrating. Your energy starts vibrating at a different frequency. So if you don't really connect with that idea, because I know it's hard to, you know, it's really hard to understand what frequency is or vibrating, <laughs> what all this energy stuff means if you haven't really you know, researched it or talked about it or even heard of it. But if you talk to any sound healer or you talk to anyone who has really experienced a spiritual awakening or controlling, even just being able to control their emotions and their, the way that they show up, you'd start to hear a lot about how everything has a vibration every single thing in this world and in this universe has a frequency and a vibration 
And even if you talk to sci- scientists, you, you would know. Every single cell, every particle, every single thing, anything, even the things that you cannot see, <laughs> have a vibration and a frequency. And so our bodies are obviously made up with this frequency as well. And so to communicate through energy, emotions, you know, love, love has a certain frequency. There might be different frequencies for certain types of love, but these are things that we cannot tangibly touch. These are things we cannot see necessarily except through um, expressions of emotion, right? But they exist. They clearly exist. We all know because we felt them at one point, one time in our life, right? One point or another. And so when we meditate, we are changing our frequency. And certain frequencies attract other frequencies, the same types of frequencies. And that's why certain people attract certain people into their life. That person's vibrating at the same frequency as you, for the most part. (laughs) Um, Or maybe at that time that you met. And that's why playing around with meditation, playing around with um, Reiki or or just different um, activities, right? Different activities changes the frequency of love and frequency of any experience, really. There's some really heavy vibration, heavy frequencies that are, you know, hate, anger, judgment. Um, They're really just tense. Like, you, you know, people would say, I could cut the tension in here with a knife. That's because the vibration is super heavy, tense, and uh, a low vibration, they call it. A very low, uh, heavy vibration. A very high vibration, very high frequency is when we are feeling light, we are feeling joyful, we are feeling open, we, we don't feel necessarily super vulnerable, we feel safe. Um, this is the high vibration. Now, to get there, we have to be centered in ourselves. We have to create that vibration for ourselves. We can't, we, we cannot depend on the external world to create that vibration for us. Now, there are certain experiences that you, that can create a high vibration for you in the moment, you know, like going to a concert or, um, you know, in that moment, maybe you are, you can have a very, um, high vibrational experience through external means, but in everyday life, because if we are, we are creating that um, high vibrational event through external means, that is an unnatural frequency, which means we will, that it will drop off, right? It will drop off. We will come back down and we won't even come into an equilibrium of frequency anymore. We'll probably go down into a very heavy frequency the next day because we're tired. So it's an externally external impacted frequency. And, and, and we all look for it. We all look for that high of experience of life. We all want it. And that is what happiness is to most of us. Oh, I want that boyfriend. Oh, I want that girlfriend. Oh, I want that wife. Oh, I want that life. <laughs> oh, I want those, you know, I want that uh, career. I want that car. That is the external search for that frequency high. Because we've gotten it before and we felt it before. And so 
the mind and the ego thinks that that's the answer. That's what's going to keep you happy. When in reality, everything is temporary. Every single experience you've ever had is temporary. The only thing that is consistent is your spirit and the vibration that you take with you. And that's why meditation is so important. (laughs) Because it literally is the key to the door that you want to open within you. So you have access to that joy. That infinite amount of joy and love for yourself. No matter what. You don't need external things. You don't need, you know, a a partner that's going to, you know, make your everyday amazing. (laughs) You know, you have it within you and when you have it within you and you tap into it you will attract a partner you will attract a life that is filled with amazing experiences that are authentic to you but if you don't understand who you are and you're not authentic with yourself and your vibration you don't you don't you haven't accepted who you are you haven't accepted your dark sides your light sides your ugly sides your amazing sides you haven't accepted that and surrendered to it you don't know who you are as a person therefore you're going to attract experiences into your life that aren't authentic to you and you may get a high off of them temporarily but they aren't who you what your soul really wants and desires so it's a lot to take in it's a lot of um you know diving into that is 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 a whole spiritual practice in itself and it takes every day every day being willing to dive in in some part and you know when i'm talking about this it's not just you know i'm not talking about sitting and meditating for an hour or two hours or doing shadow work every day shadow work you know looking at the dark sides within you Every day, we don't necessarily need to do that because, hey, I get sick of it too. I don't want to do it every day. It's, that can actually be a low vibration in itself if we are diving deep every day. But we have to make time for ourselves. We have to know what it is that fills our own cup back up. How am I going to support myself today? And what I say in a lot of my yoga classes, because I am a restorative and yin yoga teacher mainly, um. You have all the tools, you have all the resources to make yourself happy and comfortable. So you are responsible for your own happiness and your own comfort. Which means use the props that you need to make the body feel good. You, You know, honor your mat, honor your space, honor your body. Don't push yourself too hard, but find your personal edge. That is what we need to do every day. How are you filling your cup back up? And... When you are filling your cup back up, are you posting it on social media? Are you looking for recognition for doing that for yourself? Do something today that fills your cup back up. You know, it could be as simple as taking a bath. It could be as simple as taking a personal day to just go for a walk outside. It could be anything. But what is it and and do you know what that even is for yourself, right? and I highly recommend when you are filling your cup back up that nobody else is involved in that process because it's not an external process. It's an individual process. It's about getting to know who you are without having anybody else tell you who you are in return. So you're not getting anything externally from anyone or anything. You're really doing and just being uh, with yourself, right? And we have to be comfortable to do that in order to really be able to show up for other people. So 
The first step is mantras. Mantras, take them with you. Write them down. Understand what your mantras are. You know, um, dive deep into mantras and intentions because they will change your life. They will change your energy. They will create a communication um, tool between you and your mind and your body. You know, I had this revelation with my body. I think I can't remember three weeks ago, but it was just I've I've been through so much with my body, and I'll talk about that probably in later podcasts. But um, I just look at my body now. I'm like, wow, <laughs> what an amazing, uh, beautiful sanctuary that I have now because my body's so healthy. It's worked. You know, I've been good to my body, and so my body's been able to work hard to get back to a place of health and wellness, which now encapsulates good, positive emotions, good vibrations, because I'm healthy and my body feels clean. And, you know, I will never, ever put that in jeopardy ever again. You know, there are certain things that I will do to have fun. um, But, you know, there's certain things that I won't do, even if, you know, I do feel peer, peer pressured by other people. Um, because I respect my body so much now and my body is now a really, a very strong relationship that I have with myself. Um, I never, ever, ever feel bad towards my body, uh, because I constantly am thank, thanking my body. I am grateful for my body. I have intentions and I have mantras for my body. I am grateful for this body. I am grateful that I am able to get up in the morning. I am, you know, all these mantras and intentions that allow me to have a healthy mindset towards my body. But I do the work. I say it every day. I make sure that I talk to myself every day in that way, right? So it's really, 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 really important to be mindful of how you're talking to yourself. And if you don't think you are talking to yourself, wake up because you are. You are. Whether you think you are or not, you are. Subconsciously, consciously, that's another practice is actually understanding and being aware of what you are saying to yourself subconsciously and writing that down so that you can move that into the forefront of your conscious mind to understand what you are saying to yourself, right? And then once we move that into the conscious mind, then we can actually change it. But until we dive into the subconscious and understand what we're saying, we can't change it because not you're not aware of it, right? So it yes, that took me a long time to actually understand, whoa, I am talking to myself in a violent way. I am putting myself down a lot. I am giving myself a lot of guilt trips without even knowing it. I am thinking my body isn't healthy, isn't right, you know, saying certain things without myself knowing it because I thought that I wasn't hurting myself. Oh, it's just me. Nobody else can hear me. That's not the truth. Other people, you know, it doesn't matter. You are listening to you. That's what matters. And that is actually communicating with every single cell in your body and your cells take that in and create something. Right, so we want to be clear about what what we are saying to ourselves. Okay, anyways, so really using the intentions to move forward, and then sitting with the intention, right? Because the intention is what moves that that thought in the subconscious into the conscious mind, and then we can use the mantra or the intention to change what it is we're telling ourselves to change the story 
I choose peace instead of this. I forgive this thought. I choose peace instead of this. Or I am willing to just choose again. I am willing to choose again. You know, you look at somebody across the room, oh my God, that guy's so fat or whatever. (laughs) I am willing to choose again because I don't want to think that way. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to live in that vibration. I don't even want to pay attention to that vibration because seeing things and what we see and what we pay attention to are two different things. Two completely different things. What you see and what you pay attention to are two different things. I see a lot of shit. (laughs) I see a lot of stuff. But I don't pay attention to it. I don't pay attention to a lot of things because I don't want to incorporate that vibration into my life. And the universe is going to start to become aware of what it is you are paying attention to because it thinks it's what you want in your life. So... We attune to things that we are tuning into. We attune to things that we are tuning into. So understand that where your attention is focused is where your garden is going to grow. So where do you want your garden to grow? How do you want it to look? How do you want it to feel? That's where your attention needs to go to. So I talk a lot about this in every single aspect of life, especially with my yoga retreat students, because we a lot of the time, do not even know where our attention is going because our mind and our ego has been put in the driver's seat and we are on autopilot. And it is exhausting. (laughs) It can get exhausting if you are not in the driver's seat because the ego will gladly take over. Gladly. It really wants to. So we have to allow ourselves to understand that we can choose again. And then dropping into meditation every once in a while is great as well. So I really urge you, I I urge everyone to just allow, accept where you are, honor where you are. Don't judge the process because if you start judging the process, you are adding to the darkness. So let's just sit allow surrender take some time to do that wherever you are but do it in an action oriented way so either with intentions meditation yoga or being mindful right so we want to really allow ourselves to be maybe in a mindful meditation every day if you've never actually been able to sit down and meditate And I will remind you that everybody has the capacity to sit down and meditate. You are the story you tell yourself. If you say that you can't sit down and meditate because your mind is too loud, that's the story you are telling yourself and you've already created a path for that in your life. Right? So be willing to choose again. (laughs) Sit down, meditate. But if you don't have time, be in a mindful meditation every day. Set those intentions. Say your mantras. Set, set a reminder on your phone, you know, an alarm on your phone that pops up. This is my mantra today. And I'm going to say it at every chance I get because I want to change. I want to be in that higher frequency. I want to be in that higher vibration. I want to attract that vibration. I want to be that vibration. And you're going to be able to be in that space as you move through your day. But we have to show up for ourselves. 
we have to show up for ourselves. We have to do the work in order to reap the fruit of that work. Just like anything you've ever done in your life. Conflict, strength, persistence, consistence, showing up every day for you. You can do it. I know you can. You're here. You're listening to this podcast. That means you're interested. (laughs) So go out there. Do the work. I know you can do it. I'm here. Comment below. Comment on any of these podcasts and share your experience. I love you. And remember, you have the power within you. Be well, serve well, live well.